Good morning, everybody. This is Russell Brunson, and welcome to Marketing in Your Car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. Hey, everyone. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're from, wherever you're at right now in your life. Uh, I am on my way to the ClickFunnels certification program, so uh, I'm excited. I think we've got about 20 or so ClickFunnels people who are all going to be there. Um, the way we have certification set up, so we kind of learned something. The last time we did certification, the first one, we sold it. We had like 100 people come. They all came at once, and it was really hard to facilitate and manage. And then we, the weirdest thing is like, I think it was a four or five day event. Like we had everything planned, you know. And uh, I was excited because I was going to be like, okay, this, this, you know. And we simply got there realized, I remember one of the first questions I asked was like, who here has never logged into ClickFunnels? Like half the audience raised their hand. I was like, are you kidding me? And then the other half, like super advanced. We had this really weird thing where like, I had to um, be teaching beginner stuff while keeping stuff interesting. And anyway, I made the event, I made it kind of hard. We had some ups and downs and I had two yahoos who shouldn't have been in the room who made it even more difficult on me. But anyway... It's one of those fun things you get when you jump right into uh, jump right into something. So, um, but as a whole, it went really, really good. But one of our biggest takeaways afterwards was like we need to have people go through a pre-program before they show up. So that way, everyone's on the same page. And so we've had about a hundred people who were eligible to come to today. Only about one, it's that one fifth of them. So twenty of them or so have finished all the homework assignments up to today, so they were able to actually come. So it just kind of makes me smile. Like, my like, dude, everybody, you all should have been here. We thought we'd have twice, we thought we'd have closer to 50 people. But there is the uh, human nature. And some people, obviously, you know, they couldn't make the dates and events, stuff like that. But um, yeah, that's kind of what's, uh, what's happening. So I'm heading in there today. And what's cool is that now we've got Nora, who is amazing, um, a thousand times cooler than me. She is actually running the whole, the whole certification program now. And so um, I get to come in and talk this morning about some cool stuff, and then she'll be running the rest of the event, which will be um, pretty awesome. So um, anyway, I got a lot of cool things that I've been, I've been uh, mapping out this morning, trying to figure out, like, what would be the best thing I can give everybody and kind of make it inspirational and motivational, but also give them the tactical things you need to, uh, um, to go and implement some cool stuff. And so I wrote a pre- presentation called The Anatomy of a Successful Funnel Consultant, and uh and it's pretty cool. So I'm going to share just a couple of things that are on top of my head while I'm driving in. I can't go deep into everything because it'll take me like two hours. But um, some of the fun things. Like one of the things I was talking about or I'm going to talk about that I think is interesting is just um, the level of the opportunity that you're in. And I've been podcasts on this back in back in the day for the hardcore hardcore fans who've listened to everything. If not, you should go binge, binge watch it all and catch up. <laughs> um, anyway, but uh, I talked about uh, level 10 opportunities. And, um, it's interesting. Like we, uh, one of uh, a couple of my friends here that go to church with me. So we moved to a new area that's a little more fluent and, you know, bigger homes, bigger things. So it's like, if you go to, when you go to our church, uh, the way Mormon churches work is, uh, we have things called wards. And so wards are like all of the people geographically close to you. So in our ward, you know, all these, all people that live close to us all go to that same ward. And so it's interesting. You go there and like, Everyone there is either like a doctor or a dentist or an entrepreneur or a blogger or a network marketer or a builder or they're all like business type or people that, you know, higher income type people, which is, which, um, which is kind of cool. Um, and so, uh, one of the, uh, one of the doctors, 
I love the doctors. One of them, one of them was, <laughs> was really funny. They were, um, um, oh, when was it? It was when we hung out with him and his wife, and they were talking about how like they're like in this in this ward in this area like we're. He said that the doctors are like are like the uh, the welfare people because you have all these entrepreneurs are making crazy money. And the doctors seem like the poor ones. It was kind of a funny thing. And then one of the other doctors I was talking to, and he was he kept asking. He's like, "What?" He's like, "I don't understand what you do." He's like, "He's like, I went to school forever." He's like, "I cut people open. I operate on them. I do all these things." He's like, "And he's like, you're obviously making way more money." He's like, "I don't understand it." And uh, and uh, we got to kind of just. Debate, and he's like, "How are you that much smarter than me?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? You think I'm smarter than you? Like, dude, you're a freaking doctor. You cut people open. They could bleed out on your table. You're like <clears throat> dissecting arteries and gluing them together and doing all sorts of like. You are way smarter than I've ever dreamt of being. <laughs> like, it's not even like a remote conversation. Put two of us in a room, ask anybody, and you're way smarter than me. I was like, the only difference right now that the reason why." Um, I'm able to make more money than you is not because I'm smarter. Like, I, I would argue that day and night that you're way smarter than me. As the only difference is that the vehicle that I chose to apply my knowledge in uh, has the ability to make more, more money. That's it. That's it. I mean, I probably spent as much time studying marketing and sales as you have, doctor stuff. <laughs> that's the official term. And uh, the only difference is the vehicle. And um, that's what's so cool about this whole... I was thinking through this with the uh, with this, with these funnel consultants. It's just like you know, you're gonna have to put in time and effort and energy and work. It's not just like a, a, a slam dunk easy thing overnight. Like it's it's not hard. It's not like going to college. You gotta go for six years and hope to like figure something out. Like you can figure it out in a couple months. But like there's effort that goes into it. But the the power in it is the fact that the vehicle you've chosen has the ability to generate lots of money. People will pay ten, fifteen, twenty five thousand dollars and more for a sales funnel. So like the vehicle you chose is the right vehicle. Now it's like, can I get really good and, and, um, and focus on, on driving that vehicle and doing a, a good job with it. And so for all you guys, I, and I know a lot of, a lot of you guys listening and obviously aren't, aren't funnel consultants, things like that. But like, what's the, it makes, for me at least thinks about, makes me think about like the vehicles we choose. Like is the opportunity you're in right now, your business, is it the right vehicle? Is it the vehicle that gives you the ability to get where, to where you want to get in life? Um, if not, you should go get a different vehicle because there's tons of them. Like, <laughs> there's so many opportunities. That's the biggest problem for me is there's, like, all these vehicles that people are handing me. I'm like, oh, I could drive that one. Oh, I could drive that one. Oh, they're so cool. All of them are cool. Um, but when you find the right vehicle, then it can it can grow exponentially. In the podcast I did a while ago, it was I was talking about one of my uh, friends. Uh, his name is Bill Harrison. And uh, we were in Kenya together probably three or four years ago. And he was talking about this concept. He said, I think the company that he owns right now, I don't know their numbers, but I think he said that, like, you know, we do somewhere between five and five and 10 million. I can't remember somewhere there. He's like, we do five, 10 million bucks a year. And he's like, if you, if you know this guy, like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's one of the few people that geeks out on marketing as much, if not more than me. Like I haven't been to his house, but one of my friends is his house and, and uh, he's a single dude. He says the whole house is like every room is bookshelves from floor to ceiling and he's just like you walk next you see the chair and there's like a stack of like 30 books inside the chair like this dude's hardcore and he told me he's like he's like I feel like I have a level level 10 understanding of marketing and sales but he's like I feel like I'm in I'm stuck in a level like three opportunity he's like I can do whatever I want but I can't scale past this 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 size because this is the size of the vehicle that I decided to choose and he said that I've had friends who don't know that much about marketing and sales and they're not that good at business 
uh, but they walked into a level 10 opportunity and they've sold companies for hundreds of millions of dollars. And so part of it's looking at like, doesn't matter how good you are at the thing, if the thing is only this big, like if, if the vehicle's not bigger than that, you're kind of stuck, you're limited, you can't get any bigger. My friend who's a doctor, like it doesn't matter how many people's lives he saves, he's kind of limited. Like the vehicle is what it is. Like it's not, he's not, he's going to make a lot of money, but but like that's the size of the vehicle. So we have to look at like what vehicle we're we plugging ourselves into. And that was a big conversation when when I had when I talked to uh, to Bill about this. I was just like, wow. I was looking at myself. I'm like, what's the opportunity I have? And I was looking and looking around. I'm like, you know, the best companies in the world doing what I was doing at the time were making maybe ten million dollars a year. And uh, there's all sorts of stress and, and liability, all sorts of things that were associated with that. And I was like, I don't like the, you know, I'm looking at this vehicle, looking around, like, I don't really like this vehicle that much. I don't want to spend the rest of my life in it. And so I had to consciously change my vehicle. And I look at now, you know, my vehicle is click funnels and this funnel stuff that, that's associated with it. And that vehicle, you know, the, the sky's the limit. Like, <clears throat> at least in my mind right now, you know, we are already, I mean, this year we'll probably do three three and five times what we did our best year ever in the past and uh, it's just you know it's not that I got much smarter it's not that I'm working harder it's that I stepped into a better vehicle and so something to kind of consciously think through is like what's the vehicle you guys have selected for your life for your business um, because your vehicle can only go as fast as it's able to go and so uh, take and so if you take that and pick the right strategically pick the right vehicle first off and then second off strategically you know, become level 10 at your, your skill set, you have that, that double mix, then it gets crazy. Then you can start writing your own paychecks all day long for the rest of your life. So anyway, that was kind of one cool thing we'd be talking about that I think is, um, is really, really cool. Um, what else? What else do you guys want to know about? All right, I'll, I'll give you one point, one, the next point, because this, this relates to everyone. I may have talked about this. I talk. Anyway, I'm doing so many little I'm publishing content in a lot of places, and I can't remember everything that I say. So if I ever repeat myself, please forgive me. But if I repeat myself, it's because it's essential for you to hear it twice. So anyway, there you go. <laughs> so uh, one of the guys in the mastermind, Henry, uh, who is a designer and a super stud and just someone that I love and respect, um, he talked to mastermind. And uh, he was talking. Do you guys remember that car- <clears throat> the cartoon Voltron? There was like Voltron. There was Thundercats, and then later on it was kind of like Power Rangers, like similar concepts, right? Where there's like <clears throat> there's like five superheroes, but then like and they go and they fight bad guys, but then every once in a while like the bad guy gets too strong, so they have to like morph together into like this super thing. It's become Voltron, which is like you know the head and the arms and legs, and like it's these five people coming into one super person who they can now go and beat the bad guy. And so, uh, and so what Henry said was kind of interesting. He said, look, I first got started out here. I was like a superhero. I was good at my thing, but my thing wasn't complete. It was, it was part of a whole. And so it was like, I was going out there. I was doing good at my thing, but I was missing other parts. You know, I'm a really good designer, but I was missing strategy and traffic and execution and testing and like these other pieces. So he said, what I had to do is I, I had to become Voltron. I had to assemble my team of people, um, that, that have the superpowers that I don't. And so he said, I started assembling that team. As soon as I had my Voltron team, then I was able to take over the world. And I think his first year he did $600,000 after he assembled his, his team. And so for all of you guys, it's a big piece of that. It's like, who, like, like think about that. If it's Voltron or Power Rangers, it doesn't matter to me. Pick one of them for the analogy. But, uh, 
the key is like it's time to start building that out and start okay I need this person this person start figuring that out because all of us want to be the owners and we all think that we're geniuses and all that kind of stuff but the reality is okay how good you are at everything you're not good at everything okay um and even if you are good at something there's probably people that are better or should be spending time in it you know for me um I mean, I think about it again, my level 10 opportunity. The only way I was able to step into that level 10 opportunity was by partnering with level 10 people who this was also their level 10 opportunity, and uh, they became my Voltrons, right? Like, I can be the best sales and marketing dude in the world, but if I don't have a cool product to sell, what am I going to do, right? The same thing, like, I look at Dylan and Todd, who are my first, the, you know, co-founders of ClickFunnels. Like, Dylan has been making amazing stuff from the beginning of time, but he needed a marketing and sales guy, Right? Um, Todd is building amazing things, but he needed that. So it's like, but we brought our powers together, and you've got Dylan doing the front end stuff, Todd doing the back end stuff, me doing the marketing and sales, and then, you know, from there we brought in other people as well, and we built our own Voltron inside of a level ten opportunity. You know, the sky's been the limit. So anyway, there's some analogies for you that I hope that I hope help. One cool thing about analogies that we learned at Inner Circle from Darren Stevens that was cool. He talked about how metaphors and analogies speak to the subconscious mind um, which is kind of cool when you start thinking about it because we um, the, the more that I learn about persuasion and, and speaking the more like I understand the power of the subconscious mind like I'm just watching <laughs> and this is funny for me because I'm not a, I don't care about politics like whoever wins like uh, my belief pattern is if if you're religious at all there's some really good books that have been written by people who are inspired that tell us how things are going to end and we know it's not going to end good so I'm like alright I mean it'll, it'll eventually become really really good but we got to go through some really really bad first um, and so like it's inevitable I don't really care and so like whether it's Hillary or Trump like it doesn't to me it does not matter we're going to go through a bunch of crap um, and we don't have the story ends so it doesn't really matter to me so I'm not a big person who cares about politics at all outside the fact that um I love watching the sales and the and the and the the techniques behind what's happening, and um, <laughs> and uh, so anyway, Trump just did this whole speech last week, uh, totally just ripping on Hillary. <laughs> it was like the greatest speech of all time, in my humble opinion, um, because he was <laughs> it was just awesome. Um, like the way he speaks to the subconscious mind is awesome. Like, he never, um, like, he's always, he, he always is associating labels with people um, all the time. So, like, it's never like, this is my opponent, Hillary Clinton. He's like, Hillary the criminal, Hillary the the scam artist. Hillary. So he keeps associating these, like, these words with the name. So our subconscious mind starts linking these two things together, um, which is so powerful and so crazy and so cool. Um it's just fun to fun to watch. So I don't know if he's going to win or not. I again, I don't really care. Um, but it, it's entertaining to watch and watch his language patterns. We were talking at the Inner Circle meeting again about, um, like, for persuasion, like, if you want to be really good at speaking, um, you've got to learn how to speak uh, at a third grade level. Um, if you get good copy, like, um, the, the best... The best uh, copywriters, if you look at their sales letter, if you take them and look at them, they're written at a third grade level. When you go above third grade, that's when um, it gets too complex and you lose sales. So it's all about simplicity, like numbing things down, which is kind of cool. 
And uh, anyway, there's websites you can go and you can take a sales letter and run through it and it'll say what grade level it was written at. But people took like Donald Trump's speech and ran it through a bunch of his speeches and he's speaking at third grade level. So he's speaking, he's speaking correctly, which is, um, which is amazing. So anyway, a lot of cool stuff, but excuse me, with that said, I think the morals of the story is I get closer and closer to the hotel. Man, I got 20 minutes before it starts. I always plan incorrectly. I thought this road would move faster, but we're tons of traffic, so I hope I'm not late for the event. I had one time we had an event here in Boise, and I was driving, and I got a ticket on the way. I ended up showing like 15 minutes late to my own event, which was like super embarrassing. So, anyway, I hope I'll make it there in time. But, um, whoa, I almost just killed the car. Too many things happening at once. Alright, so what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, so my, my moral of today's lesson that I wanted you to kind of think through was uh, first off is figuring out like the vehicle that you want to that you want to kind of pitch your tent, right? Like where, what's the vehicle that you're going to be using? Because you pick the wrong vehicle, you're stuck. But if you pick a vehicle where, like let's say you're a doctor, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you're happy with that vehicle, that's awesome. I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk the other day and he, he was talking about... Um, He's like, I'm not speaking to people who are content. If you're content playing video games, eating Cheerios all day, like, good for you, man. Like, that's the vehicle you picked. And if you're happy there, like, like you should be happy. That's awesome. I wish I was better at, at being fulfilled. There's a, Tony Robbins talks about the, the, uh, the science of achievement and then the art of fulfillment, right? Science of achievement. Science is very step-by-step. So any of us who achieve anything in life, we figure out a science. Like, here's the steps we've got to go to achieve this thing. And then the other side is the art of fulfillment. So how do we become fulfilled? That's not a science. That's like a, a way harder, more complicated thing, especially for entrepreneurs, for us to feel uh, fulfilled because we're like always wanting and seeking more and trying to get more, right? So like kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk said, like if you're happy, if you're fulfilled, like good for you, man. Like don't like don't listen to anything I'm saying because if you're fulfilled and you're happy, like that's, that's awesome. Good for you. But if you're not... Um, you know, it's probably it's probably the vehicle you're in. You're sitting in a you know, you're sitting in a in a I can't think of a of a bad car. What's like a like a crappy car? You're sitting in a Volvo, and uh, and you want you know, and you and you you want to drive 100 miles an hour. It's probably not going to happen. Like things going to break down, right? But if you're in a Volvo and you're like, dude, I just want to drive around the my uh, my town. Done. Like if you're happy there, like don't worry about changing the vehicle. But if you're not happy. That's what you got to check out. It's like changing the vehicle. And then a big part of changing the vehicle oftentimes is that maybe you can't drive it by yourself. So you need to start building out your team, building out your Voltron team. And so those are my two my two big takeaways hopefully for today for you guys. Um, changing the vehicle and then building out your team of superstars. So that's what I got. Anyway, I'm going to bounce. I t- appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. This is an 18-minuter. You guys get the long sessions when I'm not driving my office. We're moving to a new office. It's like three minutes away from my house if I'm walking. So um, actually, it's a little bit longer than that. But still, you guys may get really short mark in your car. So I'll start walking so I can talk for five minutes, <laughs> which would be awesome. So anyway, all right, with that said, appreciate you all. Have an amazing day. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, everyone. This is Russell Brunson again. I want to thank you for listening to Mark in Your Car. And I want to make sure that you're plugging into everything that we're doing on a daily basis. And so make sure that every morning you're plugging into the Marketing Your Car training. If you go to marketingyourcar.com, you can join the email list to make sure you get email notifications when new episodes come out. And you can also get links to all the transcripts of every single show we've done in the past. Uh, but then every night, well, not every night, but most every night, I also do um, a Periscope show called the Marketing Quickie Show. And uh, it's really fun. You can go to Periscope. 
and search my name, Russell Brunson, and, and subscribe. And every single night you'll get a notification. It'll kind of chirp on your phone and you'll have me jump on there and give you um, kind of the end of the day thoughts and ideas and, and marketing strategies you've been playing with during the day. Um, or, uh, and maybe even and, say and or, you should go to marketingquickieshow.com and over there you can subscribe, you can see past episodes, you can read the transcripts, you can have a bunch of fun. So thanks so much for being faithful listeners. Again, register at marketinginyourcar.com and also marketingquickieshow.com.